Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate, as well as another podcast that I do called Tarantino Minute. And I'm... Uh, it's the uh, same thing. Oh, and I'm Ralph Asia. No, from, go, go no, ahead. No, get... Yeah. Well, I'm Ralph, you guys. I'm from the show Cake Boss. You can find me at Cake Boss Ralph on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks. Sweet. Thanks for, Sorry about cool. that. Thanks for talking over my intro. <laughs> Good job, Nate. Guys. I did. I'm a bad person. <sighs> Today on Man of Steel, we're talking about Minute 110. And Minute starts with Northcom Lightning 1 uh, being cleared to engage the Black Zero. Uh, and then it ends with Northcom Lightning 1 not doing so well. Um, the one thing I liked about this uh, is there's like, once it starts shooting a bunch of missiles, and yeah, you know, sure. Uh, there's a POV shot of a missile being released from the F-35 and yeah. then sent on. So I like that POV That's shot. That's the cool shot. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know what? Things don't go so well. The gravity beam of the Black Zero decides, hey, that's not going to work. And starts pulling all the missiles uh, and throwing them all around. You know, they're going haywire. And the missiles, unfortunately, don't hit the Black Zero, but they get scattered across Metropolis uh, and start blowing up civilians and buildings and, you know, whatnot. Everything. So many so people die. It's not a great time. So many people die. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of explicit shots of civilians being hurt or likely killed. If, and likely killed. If only there were a Superman. If only. He's busy. Oh, yeah. Call again. Check back in five. He's getting tentacled real hard. Uh, so that's got to be the way to... To, to get under Superman's you know skin, you just gotta attack, attack him. Two places yeah, at attack once. him with two things. Yeah, so that's the classic Superman, Superman thing, though, yeah. is that like it's like ah ha ha Superman, you can't save both of them, but <laughs> you know he always does. I thought you weren't you weren't in this movie. I thought you were a villain in this movie. I was I was originally <laughs> cast as Zod, but they thought that my take on it was, and this is a direct quote amateurish and cartoony and please leave <laughs> didn't have enough bangs <laughs> yeah the bangs were a must michael shannon walked in with that haircut and they're like done got it <laughs> that man cannot leave without signing this contract bangs that look like a saw blade get him in this film <laughs> <laughs> that's how uh, they thought they were paving the way for the next trend they said we um, need a guy who looks like thanos but people colored <laughs> people colored <laughs> get me michael Shannon. oh man hey right. so people people now start to leave i wrote down the same thing now they leave like what's going on i don't uh is it just the daily planet that's realizing this or is everybody in all those buildings like all right there's explosions on the ground and on our buildings we should probably get out of here yeah well, I don't we, know. We I shouldn't, why did they even go to work in that morning? The 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 ship was already in orbit over them. You like, know what? That's a damn fine question. That is yeah. an excellent question. If there is, I don't care what city you live in. If there is some kind of giant alien spaceship hovering over the building where you work, you don't go to work that day, right? That's you just don't. It had never occurred to me yeah. how stupid that is until you said that just now. You don't go to work that day. Why are you there? Yeah. 
Oh my god. I don't care about my 40 hours at that point. Lois has a reason because she got like on suspension or whatever, so she wasn't even supposed to be. But then I do remember talking because this was before she got uh, your quote unquote kidnapped by the FBI. <laughs> um, she she was. I think we were talking about she was on her way to work. She wasn't supposed to be at work. That's just plain and simple right there. Everybody else, there's still this alien ship in orbit that you could probably still st- still see floating over, you know, as the day goes on. Stay, You're not going to work. Stay home. That's You're so, so dumb. E- even even before the, the Black Zero showed up above Metropolis in this scene, they still got the CNN reports about the alien yeah. ship in the sky. It's all over the news. Um, the Battle of Smallville has to be on TV at this point. Um, what is it? Now the gravity thing is doing its thing. It's crushing people. You can see it happening. It's sh- deflecting missiles. And it's not until that they find out that the military is not being successful in taking down the thing that they're now like, all right, now it's time to leave the building. And it's like, damn, I would have been so far gone already. Like, I don't care about my job that much. It's true. It's very true, especially if you're a newspaper reporter. Come on. Come well, on. Well, if you're a newspaper yeah, reporter, maybe that's, that's why you yeah. stay. You don't need to go to the office, though. You could do your reporting from home. But, like, if I'm, like, if I'm in Chinatown and I'm, like, enjoying lunch or something, and then I see an <laughs> alien ship above New York... I don't care about Chinese food anymore. I'm uh, leaving. I think we have difference of opinions on that one, Mark. But it has an A-star rating. You have to say, <laughs> no, I'm out of there. I don't care. I, I don't care. I don't. Nothing keeps me staying in a city with an alien ship over it. Yeah, I, I, it just doesn't. I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm not even going to be one of those people from Independence Day. Where they're like, oh, let's go check out the spaceship. Uh, let's not. Let's not do that. I don't know why that was a good idea. Who does that? I never understood all those people that were like the crazy fanatics that, you know, the, take me with you. Like, what is, do you it's, think that would actually happen? Are there people, people who didn't want X-Files to end. It's those people. I, I almost 100% guarantee there isn't beer on whatever planet they're going to. So I'm not going. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know... I saw Feyora first, and I'd be like, eh, I, are you cool? You want to hang out? Are you, you going to kill us? Yeah. No? I'm, okay. I'm sure that uh, soft, nerdy Earth types are exactly what that female warrior is into. <laughs> she did. She came on, and there was an interview. She went to the midnight release, and she was like, all right, if any of you, whoever is the most sweatiest here, you get a date with me. <laughs> Only the sweatiest nerds can come. <laughs> no, no, cat. <laughs> this is the, just like that the things you don't run into in professional uh broadcasting problems like are cats walking across it uh, hey man yeah we have i have two cats here so i gotta like deflect them every time they try to jump on the table he's he's got pretty good ninja cat skills yeah you have to ninja cats a new app game you can download it um we get more of superman versus the world engine uh, that is a thing. That does happen. Ninja Cat. Oh, Ninja Cat. That is a thing. Sorry, I gotta delete that now. <laughs> uh, Superman vs. the World Ninja. Ninja Cat, download yeah. now on the uh, App Store. <laughs> exactly. This, episode, we this is how we get sponsors. This episode is not going Ninja well, Cat you guys. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's perfect. 
Go ahead, Mark. No, got, I just I, 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 I don't think there's much to take away. It's 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 nicely animated. The the they do a good job with the tentacle and you know being made of like millions of different uh, renderings of small orbs. So it's nice. It's cool. They do a good job of it. Uh, besides that, he's he's struggling with the tentacle slims. It's <laughs> nice. I don't know what else to say about uh, it. Like I said, it's just a classic Superman fight. Yeah, we, it is cool. It's we cool. get to see Larry Fishburne really. for a second. That's good. Everybody's favorite guy. Oh, every yeah, you're right about that one. Cab- that yeah. is cool to see. Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I always thought it was a it was a treat, and anytime um, Perry White was on screen. Um, and like I said before, I love him even more in the next movie. So yeah, absolutely, it's good. But then again, um, poor decision on his part with just now letting his employees leave the building. Yeah, I would have already left. My manager doesn't have to tell me. Gone. I'd be so far gone. They'd it's be like, even... "All right, Mark, time to leave." <laughs> it's like I'm not even there. Like, yeah, yeah, no job is worth <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like, so I'm expecting you to be in today. Like Perry, no. <laughs> Nah. There's, Did there's, you see that? There's thing? aliens floating above our planet. Um, I think I'm gonna call it a day. I'm I'm at my mom's house under the bed. I'm yeah. coming in today. <laughs> it's very true. Absolutely. Uh. <laughs> but you know, besides uh, you know, the world engine and whatnot, you it's know, just Superman. a giant monster, man. Yeah, giant monster fight. Giant monster fight. There you go. It is classic Superman stuff. Um, going back to, and then, you know, we're back at Metropolis Lightning, one of NORTHCOM's not doing so well, and now, instead of the missiles being, uh, kind of pulled and thrown around, now the jets themselves, these F-35 jets, they're being pulled and thrown around across the city. Uh, extremely bad news for them. Um, but also this, the, the track Terraforming from the soundtrack is played, which is also the oh, yeah. ending track of our podcast. Yep, I remember hearing that, yep. so. Yeah. Not not to get excessively pedantic, but uh, <laughs> uh, terraforming means earth shape. So if you're there you go. if you're making it, I'm just saying if you're making it more like Krypton, it would certainly be uh, crypto forming. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. That's just that's just how it, what words mean, but it just makes sense. You go ahead. Why didn't movie. we think of that? <laughs> it's okay. Most people in the audience don't know what terraforming means, or even terra, or what even forming, or ing. Nobody knows any of those words. Terra is what chia pets are made of, and <laughs> in a way, a chia pet is kind of like a tiny terraforming experiment because you cover it in plant seeds and water, and then it grows into a hedgehog, just like the Earth, <laughs> or, or Scooby Doo, or Scooby Doo. I was gonna say I had a Scooby Doo one. I've never actually had a chia pet. I don't know if they work. Mine didn't. Mine <laughs> yeah. did not work. Did yours? Did you have a you I, had one, didn't you? There was a time where I worked uh, at a theme park. I worked at Universal Studios, and the Jurassic Park team that I worked for, uh, they had a they had T-Rex oh, chia pet. Oh, shut up. Did you work it, in Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah man. We, I don't remember that. We both did. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, we worked at a different time than I did. That's the Uh, best. Wait, stop what you're talking about. Tell me about (laughs) Jurassic Park. 
It was cool. It's you a get, water ride. You get wet. You work at a control booth, and there's dinosaurs. Every the seat dinosaurs? gets wet. Don't don't ask me about what seat doesn't get the wet. Dinosaurs have names. Are they are the dinosaurs <laughs> Tiffany, cool in real life? Because they seem cool in the movie. Yo, let me tell you about this T Rex. It's terrifying. Yeah. To, there's literally, I don't know. She's a terrifying machinery oh yeah like speaking about it like mechanically that thing is like i those guys that go up in there to fix it and stuff they got balls yeah like i think it's terrifying at night too and a lot of those animatronics like especially like the dilophosaurs they shake at night they don't stop moving it's some like five nights at freddy's stuff going on over there it's completely scary it's terrifying madness i can't even imagine yeah i like that it's not okay it was an experience, that's for sure. <laughs> I have a I have a friend um, who used to live in Orlando and she would just get to she had like a you know, season pass to Universal Studios mm-hmm. and she would just on like a weekly basis send me pictures of her with the dinosaurs down there just to uh you know, to make me jealous. It worked. You like dinosaurs? I do. Who doesn't? I'm a big I'm a big child in a lot of ways. Hey, you're in the right crowd, man. This is a fossil on your wall too. How do you see that? Oh yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my pterodactyl that, up creep. there. That's badass. It's awesome. Um, what are we talking about? I don't know. We were talking about robots uh, and giant robots and tentacles. Oh, the chia pet, which oh, is terrifying. Chia pets. It didn't work. That was the end of the story. Was that they got one for the team and it didn't? It didn't? It died or whatever. It just didn't work. Um, but the jets are being thrown around and uh, yeah, they're and not then doing. The one so guy well. loses his wingman. Oh yeah, he lost his wingman, giving him no chance Which... with that girl. Is that a? <laughs> <laughs> is it supposed it's to a be a metaphor? Like, this is this is real life Top Gun. This never is what seen happens. It. You've never seen Top Gun? I'm kidding. I believe you. He's not kidding. He's never seen it. I'm I believe not kidding. you. I've never seen it. Uh, I just don't like Tom Cruise. Just wait till the that second one comes out and just watch that. No. Just so you can be the only one who says to say, you ever seen Top Gun? I've seen Top Gun 2. <laughs> Top Gun 2. Topper gun. That's <laughs> the toppest gun. The to- that's the third one, Mark. Topper's gun. Or is- uh, <laughs> Topper's gun? Oh. It's just a shotgun oh, that shoots out delicious snacks. <laughs> or it's a Topper's restaurant themed like Top Gun. And it's only in Miami. Oh, my God. Uh, it's only in Miami. Dude. Write these down. Who's where's the pen? No. Uh, do you guys have anything about this minute before we start to wrap up the week? I did like the jets flying out of the sky. Like that's some good. I don't know all the destruction that's happening to Metropolis. I was always like a fan of. Even walking out of that movie, I was just like, there was so much that got destroyed. It was awesome. And then I heard on the internet that all these people are like, this is bullcrap. Why is Metropolis getting destroyed? Like, what do you mean, why is Metropolis getting this way? There's giant alien ships and jets falling into buildings. This is like, I was going to say something very wrong. Classic blockbuster film? Sure, let's go with that. That'll keep you safe. (laughs) (laughs) Nate likes Transformers films. Yeah, but like, it's just great, man. No, it is cool. Ralph, do you have anything about this minute? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. This this minute is, it's not that exciting to talk about uh, in isolation, you know, because mm-hmm. it's explosions. What do you say? Things exploded really cool. That's that's things that's, exploded that's, really cool. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, uh, Ralph, can you tell us about the first time you saw Man of Steel? So I'm not. Uh, I mentioned before I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. 
Um, but yeah, I, I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, I picked up a copy at Target for like five bucks. And I watched it with my roommate and his pug. And uh, I, I think we might have been drinking. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I, I don't love it. There, there are a lot of things in it that I think are good, but it's very confusing to me, just in terms of like its tone and, and where it's trying to go. What the pug think of it? Do you enjoy it? That's uh, what matters. She just loves movies. You know those people who'll just watch anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Um, where would you have wanted it to go? What were you? Do you, do you know what you were expecting going in, or? I I was I was really intrigued. I think we talked about this yesterday. But I was really yeah, I was really intrigued by like when it seemed like they were really going to get into Clark Kent and like how you become Superman. Because being mm-hmm. Superman should be the coolest thing in the world. You know, like yeah. you you spend your life thinking you're a Kansas farm boy and then you find out that you're magic and shit. That's <laughs> awesome. That should be the coolest possible thing. And to it just felt like a lot of the fun that like some of the the wonder, some of the this being the coolest thing ever is missing from this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. they instead of like th- what they do with it, instead of like oh it's fun to be Superman, is they turn into like man, this is a lot of work to be Superman. Yeah, there's like more responsibility. Conflict. More it conflict also, than yeah. What I mean, it is. It? Um, there's, there's supposed to be conflict, and it's supposed to be hard to be Superman. That's the whole. It's, it's the great power, great responsibility thing. Like, there's. Ah, it's such. It's such a. It should be the, the, the biggest, most delicious hamburger of, of stuff to, to put in a movie. Like, you've got this big beef patty of just like wish fulfillment superpowers, and then there's all the condiments of like different, you know, like people at settings and stuff and you put it in this big bun of some bad guy is coming and trying to mess up your planet and it's up to you farm boy you're supposed to make this better and it's like oh crap i mean like i'm not really prepared for that i have the ability to do it but i don't know what i'm doing and it should it should i don't know my my problem with it is that it's not very fun for me and it Mm. should be more fun should have been more exploration of like what the, the character could do I would have loved to see that. That's really what I was missing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, I hated hearing about that delicious burger. Yeah, I mean, now you were talking my language when you were just making this imaginary Superman burger. <sighs> that was... Uh... God, now I'm extremely starving. Uh, but what are, your, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the entire DCU as you, as you, as it, as it stands? Um... Full disclosure, uh, I've seen none of them beyond this one. Uh, I'm supposed to go see Wonder Woman in a couple of days, and that one looks pretty good. The one I'm excited for is Aquaman. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Aquaman's the sentimental favorite. I like Aquaman a lot. Uh, I hate hate the stupid Aquaman jokes all the time. Mm -hmm. Why would you even, why would you bring him? It's it's not an ocean. What are you you doing out of an ocean? Like, what? Shut up! He's a superhero. Bring yeah. him. More superheroes is better. Yeah, yeah. The Super Friends really didn't do justice to uh, to Aquaman, but yeah. You know, but also, yeah, he's and great. He's a great. And guy. also, like, yeah, the jokes about Aquaman also tend to hurt people who like Aquaman too, because it's like, 
Like my girlfriend's favorite superhero is Aquaman. For the longest time, she could never say that. So she like ended up like, oh, Batman's like my favorite superhero because it's like you say Aquaman's your favorite superhero. People are like, what's wrong with you? It's like what's what's wrong <laughs> yeah, with yeah. you? Why can't I like Aquaman? Right? Aquaman is like Ocean Thor. He's fucking badass. He's got a trident. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes he has a giant harpoon hand. Oh yeah. Or a water hand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like definitely fiercest beard of all the superheroes. He's just like not that you know, if if out of all of like the Justice League, he's like very pirate like. You know, it's like pirate you know, backgrounds. Seven seas. I don't know. I I just if if you could have Aquaman, like, nobody would turn down Aquaman's power set if they were offered, if someone was like, hey, you could have these superpowers, or you could just keep being regular. It's like, well, what are they? It's like, well, uh, you're resistant to, like, crushing pressure and stuff, yeah. so you're pretty hard to harm. You're super strong. You can swim really fast and for a long time uh, and breathe underwater. And if you wanted to, like, hang out with ocean animals, they'll totally hang out with you. No one's denying those powers, like for real. Also, it's good stuff, man. Also, you're the king of Atlantis. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I mean, just like, not even you that. Get, just ruler of seventy percent of the world. Like, hey, that's all yours. And you get the kind of mermaids that are double mermaid. <laughs> lady on top, lady on the bottom. That's how we like it. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Rules a kingdom of double mermaids. Aquaman does. Aquaman's where it's at. Aquaman is where it's at. Um, but it's 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 a little interesting that you've only seen this film and not the others. Because most people haven't seen this film. But they've seen Dawn of Justice and they've seen Suicide Squad and now Wonder Woman. Uh, so it's really interesting. Because most people have an opinion about those films having not seen this one. And you've seen this one only. So I think that's kind of cool. Did Which... you guys like Suicide Squad? All my friends just they pooped all over it. It's got problems. <laughs> it does have problems. That's one of the, yeah. that is the um, the movie that I'm dreading most for doing this uh, cinematic universe minute by minute. Mm. It's got good things in it, but then there's also things that are as a whole, it's, it's very bad. As a whole, it just got messed up. Yeah, but there are characters yeah. here and there that you're like, I like those characters, and I like what happens here or there, and um, there's a character called Diablo. He's all tattooed up and he's got fire magic powers and he's cool so it's like people like that it's like that's what makes the film great but then the whole editing is yeah just editing was just a mess yeah you can't really tell yeah, what my my roommate my roommate who's almost certainly not listening to this hi ian uh he really liked captain boomerang he said he was a lot of fun oh yeah captain boomerang in general just in comics like he's fantastic like he's a force to be reckoned Ooh, with why did you say that because he's awesome <laughs> Ah, but you're wrong. Mm. No? I'm a huge Rogues fan. This is my DC Comics-like trigger. Captain Boomerang, and I apologize because you just said that you love him, is the stupidest thing that has ever been committed to comic pages. Like, he's a guy who hates the Flash, and his big... This is a man who's faster than lasers, (laughs) right? Like, a guy who is faster than time. And he's just this Australian genius is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a stick at him, (laughs) but not a regular stick. No, no, no. Shut up. Listen to me. Don't laugh. I'm going to throw a bendy stick just with my arm. 
just with just with the force of the muscles in my arm. And everybody, like amateurs, you guys didn't say this because you know what you're doing, but amateurs make the mistake of being like, but Ralph, it's a boomerang. It comes swinging back around. He won't... Be- no! You dummy. You... Dude, this is a guy... <laughs> the Flash could, like, run up under a bullet and turn it and make it go a different way and not even get, like, owies on his fingers. He's not gonna get hit with a boomerang. And then two other dumb shits decided that they were going to be Captain Boomerang too, because it wasn't bad enough that one idiot tried to kill a man who was faster than the speed of smell. Uh, he's, he, he, he's, he's faster than nerve conduction. And so a second guy takes over being Captain Boomerang, throwing bent pieces of wood at the Flash, and then the third guy, who I think is the first one's son, <laughs> yeah, decided that that idiot was was d- disgracing the proud name of Captain, Captain in quotes here, because he's a captain of precisely dick, <laughs> Captain Boomerang. He's like, no, I'm going to be Captain Boomerang, you son of a bitch. And he takes being Captain Boomerang back. So It's true. These are, all, these are all very good points. <laughs> I, I don't have an opinion about Captain Boomerang. No, I, I don't know. I the just... rogues were just always so, like campiest of campy in my opinion and that's i i hate campiness when it comes to comic books i hate it and i love it. it's a love-hate thing but like when it's like shoved down your throat and it's like supposed to be there it's like i don't i don't need that make the campy subtle and i always felt like the rogues were that that's what they were it's like the flash can go and and defeat eobard thawne and and professor zoom and do shit like run back in time and beat up dinosaurs and shit but then you throw these group of guys that are just like I just don't like this guy running around and stopping me when I'm robbing my banks. Let's try to trip him up. Like, it's, it's just so funny to me that Flash has to waste his time. And it's almost just like a... The turtle? A, yeah, it's just a, go, a, a cat and mouse turtle, thing. Yeah. It's just... The guy who's so slow that the Flash can't hit him. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Flash has some of the best villains. It's almost like Spider-Man. Yeah. It's like they're animals, but like they're... Well, I was going to say, it's like... There, there's, there's a lot of, lot of, lot of similarities between the two. Yeah. Also, friends at home, if you don't know the Flash villain, the Turtle, do yourself a favor and do a Google image search of that guy. He looks exactly <laughs> like what you're imagining. He's an overweight, bald guy in a turtleneck with a turtle shell over it. He's what you're picturing. Well, you gotta have the turtleneck. Yeah. Otherwise, just, who, <laughs> oh, it's just lost. How do you know he's a turtle? What if y'all? What it's if, a missed opportunity. What is life? <laughs> Fantastic! The best. I'm, I'm dying to see Gorilla Grodd in one of these movies. That's who I want. He's my favorite. He was in that show. Did you watch the show? I started watching the show. The turtle's in that show. <laughs> the turtle is in the show. He is in that oh, show. Man. Are you serious? I'm because dead serious. Have to watch He's that. in season two. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it is season two. Yeah. He's like in the first few episodes. He's in there. Yeah. And he's just as awkward. Uh, yeah, Gorilla Grodd. Oh, the voice of Gorilla Grodd just died too. Oh, uh, Powers Booth played him on Justice League. He just died about yeah, last damn. week. Someone posted about that that we follow on the on the web page. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Gorilla Grodd. I like him. He's in that show. He's pretty good. I know that they went to Gorilla City in season three. I haven't watched season three of that show. I'm kind of watching it now. Kind of not. But I mean. I'll probably skip ahead and watch Gorilla City stuff because that's awesome. Absolutely, I can't believe they're actually going to Gorilla City. That's right? yeah. The show is is pretty good. It's from on what a I've CW heard. show. It's kind of like it's just so weird. 
Well, the flesh villains are madness. They're just they're that's too. That's a good much. way to put it. Yeah. But I'm with you though. Like I, I like them for the most part. It's just Captain Boomerang <laughs> is like just such a failure of logic for me that I can't. It just makes me angry. I mean, you don't even like when he gets like the giant rocket powered boomerang to to trip. Yeah, that's flesh. even better. <laughs> now it goes even faster. It's just it's. Oh god, it's like sharpening a bullet. It's dumb. Like it's not going to do any more. It's Never still the flash unless you can like Batman. He could be a Batman villain, Captain Boomerang. Because Batman and most people don't address this, but Batman throws boomerangs at things, which is dumb. Yeah. Uh I don't care if they're shaped like bats and they're more like throwing knives. He's throwing boomerangs, which is silly. They but are, yeah. The Flash, like, you you put a rocket on a boomerang, and it's still not as fast as the Flash. You could tie a boomerang to Superman, and the Flash might still be able to get away from it. I've, that's I'd like to see that. So what if Superman threw the if boomerang? They... Okay, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> we'll <just> stop. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have an answer for you on that one. Maybe the boomerang would just break uh, up. Captain planet. Boomerang. <laughs> there Kal-El we go. Krypton. Captain Kal-El Boomerang. <clears throat> if it was Halloween, would Kal-El dress up as Captain Boomerang? That'd be great. We're gonna stop here. <laughs> uh, if someone asked you, Ralph, uh, they wanted to get into Superman, uh, what book, TV show, or movie would you recommend they go check out? Ooh, I mean, I was I was always more of a more of a Batman kid growing up, so um, a lot of my exposure to Superman in the comics is through the Batman comics and through uh, the Justice League cartoon. Hell yeah! Uh, I've read Red Sun, which I always enjoyed, but uh, I wouldn't really know where to. Oh, uh, what am I talking about? I I did like All Star Superman. I think that's the last run of Superman I've actually read. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's a great one. Seems to be a fan favorite. It's an easy answer. I feel like a poser saying it, but as I said, he was never really my guy. That was don't I mean, that was honestly one of the first um Superman books that I got into in my adult age, and it was the first one that I fell in love with that I wanted to know way more about the character. So if oh, it makes you wait, a poser, no. then I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I take it all back. Uh The Alex Ross one where everybody's Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come, Come. yeah. There you go. Freaking Kingdom Come. I love Superman in that. I know a lot of people don't like him in it. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. No, that's a that's just a great book all around. Like, uh, yeah. What they just had like I think the 25th anniversary of it, maybe six months ago or, mm-hmm. or some nine months ago, something like that. But yeah, like that was. You never read that one, right, Mark? I think I need I to do bring not that. Have. Yeah, I need to bring that over, and you need to check that out. It's whew, fantastic yeah. story. Yeah, I love him in that. There's tonally, there's a little too much overlap with uh, some elements of the Dark Knight Returns that mm-hmm. makes it feel a little lazy in a couple of spots. Uh, which I don't want to accuse Alex Ross of being lazy. Uh, that's not what I'm doing here. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. I think he's, that's good. It's good. Good book read for uh, absolutely good reading. So go check it and out. And I don't think it's I don't think it's bad for a lot of people to recommend All Star Superman because it you know it seems like a go to choice. It's popular for a reason, and it's still a hefty book to read. So like you know, you know a lot of our guests have said All Star Superman. Not all of them, um, but you know that that's a book that it's it's earned that popularity. 
because it is such a it's a deep Superman book. Like you're not just reading uh, like a classic Superman story. Like it gets pretty heavy, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like it really pushes his limits as like what this character can do, um, and some of the choices that he has to make. So mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a you know it deserves a title and it deserves the popularity that it has. So absolutely, Ralph. I got a question for you. Oh no. <laughs> You you got your hand in sculpting, correct? I do. Yeah, that's that's, that's my job. So, have you done any uh, comic themed, Superman themed, anything uh, more recently? Oh yeah, uh, I just did a couple of weeks ago. We had uh, a big DC Comics birthday cake for like a little kid. Uh, had I think it was Batman, Superman, and the Flash all done as like babies on a big backdrop of Metropolis or not. Gotham with like the bad signal going up in the air. It was fun. I That's don't know awesome. if I have a picture of it, and the people listening at home wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah, no, I was yeah, I was still... looking on your Instagram trying to find something. I think like last night, and I was like, oh, but nothing. There's you got definitely nothing. a Batman on there. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Batman one, which made me think about it. But you know, I was looking for Superman. Come on, what show are we doing? Either way, that's great though. That's that's awesome. Um, I think I think yeah, that was still it. still popular. It still shows up a lot. That's cool. Solid. Uh, awesome. All right, you guys. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna crash in a minute and go to sleep. So, <laughs> thanks for having cool. me on your show. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Alrighty, guys. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up this week. If you enjoyed everything you heard, don't forget to check out that cool board game that Ralph is uh, promoting. It's called Remember X. It's a 1980s horror survival tabletop. 1980s suburban horror tabletop. Uh, check out the Kickstarter Remember X. Awesome cake boss as well and uh yeah leave us a great review on itunes really helps us out we'll catch you guys next week here on dc cinematic minute